most dudes don't truly care about your past unless it's affecting this right here. Right now. Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? How y'all doing? Couldn't, you couldn't let the process be the process. And and that's the frustrating part about it. Is that's when that broken person goes to another person mm-hmm. that, and creates that and creates another broken person. Look. Treat me like, treat me like a movie producer, fam. Did you ever see the script before the movie? No, no, unless you're the actor in it. Yeah. We go, hey, look, this is what we doing. I'm going to chop this out. I'm going to change this up. I'm going to flip that around. All for you. And yeah. then when we go present that to the world, we present our masterpiece. But the problem is people letting people into the writing room. Like, even dudes give each other more compliments. Gonna give you the same compliment I would give a woman, but I'd be like, man, if somebody asked me, what do you think about old boy? Oh, he's full of That's a compliment. You may not agree with it, but it is one. Or, oh, I like them shoes and shoes fire, bro. So, yeah, that's and I got good taste. Okay. Oh, it's certain things that dudes would give a compliment to. All right. Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? And for your viewing pleasure, we have the lovely Heavenly High. Top notch. <laughs> so let's just jump in. Y'all want to just jump into this? Mm. All right, I'm just, we can do that. Paternity test case is going too far, with man being the dad by default. How do we feel about that? So default daddies. So. My issue with this is, don't get me wrong, I believe a man should stand up and take responsibility for what he's supposed to. But for you to sit here and tell me I'm the default daddy is a big issue for me. And what default daddy is, is basically if I'm married to someone, to my wife, and my wife goes out and cheats on me and she gets pregnant, I'm the daddy by default. And there's been cases coming up where they're like, oh, well, I have to pay child support for a child that's not even mine. And the reason is because I married her. So just because she decided to go out be a hoe at that point in time and get pregnant, I got to be the daddy. Yeah. So, because a lot of them cases, how they show it anyway, you the dad... And, you know, we didn't get the paternity test right away. So, you know, we under the assumption. Like, you the dad because you married to her, and technically she should be laying with you most times. Now, and so yes. it's only cheating? So, if you, it, it depends on what state you're in. In certain states, if I'm married, let's say I'm married to you, and you decide you won't creep around. You get pregnant by somebody else. They're going to say, I'm the father because I was married to you. And my issue with that is, but if the dude went out and knocked somebody else off and had a baby, you're not going to be considered the mother just off default. That other lady is going to be considered the mother. So what we're doing is taking the accountability for everyone and saying, you know what? 
Nah, we're not going to give it uh, to the person it deserves. But just because you said I do, like, don't get me wrong. I understand the vow for richer, for poor, for sickness and health. Through the good times and the bad times till death do us part, all that kind of stuff. But you're not going to sit here and tell me the dude that you got knocked up with because obviously you don't wear no condom. So you're saying it's okay. Okay. Don't get me wrong. In marriage, I know everything's not person. But for you to sit, uh, for you to sit there and say I'm the daddy because you decide you want to go buck wild, not wear no protection, no Plan B, no nothing. I gotta be the dad. I gotta be held responsible. That's where I have an issue with it, because I'm like, no, the two people that had that child, right, should that conceived that child should be held responsible. I, I, mean, I agree with you hundred percent. My thing is, if if I, because if I don't know, you know, and then also you know, what Texas got that law where, if you don't do it by a certain amount of time, that no matter what you do, you're gonna have to be paying for that kid anyway. Because like it's like people literally owe back child support for kids that's not theirs, and they find out mm-hmm. after the fact, and they like, well, if the paternity test proved that I'm not the father. How can you sit here, take me to court, and then still expect me to pay back child support on something that I didn't do? It's not my fault, mm-hmm. right? And like I feel like if it was understood in the forefront, that's better. Like I mean, from a perspective of a man deciding to be with a woman who already has kids. Yes, that's different because you that's already different. Knew. But this one is. Even then, I don't even know how that works. Like, I don't think that... I don't know. I don't think that he... The stepdad pays for that child support. I think that the dad still does. According to the court of law. maybe it changes once they get married. In my situation, Mm. it wasn't like that. But I just think that, like, the whole default thing is kind of messed up. Like, you need some proof. Like, you need the DNA. Because that's not... It's not his responsibility fully, but then marriage is different. so thick. Like, See, that's where I have an issue with it because I'm like, if we had it, like, I think there should be mandatory. I don't care if both of us agree when we have a baby that, oh, we ain't going to get a DNA test. I think by law, since they want to make everything else, oh, the government decides this. By law, just so we could get this understood, why not, hey, when the baby comes out, no matter what, you're getting a DNA test, I'm getting a DNA test, we're going to find out right now so there's no complications. Because that would end all of it. But it seems like everybody's like, oh, no, that's so wrong because, well, if she's not cheating, then she shouldn't mind. That's like if you say, hey, Jeremy shot somebody. Bro, you can test me right now. You put me on lie detector test. I know I ain't shoot nobody. Right. So I'm not worried about you lie detecting test me or you trying to find somebody because there's not going to be anyone that finds me guilty because I didn't do it. Now, if you did do it or if you are being like, I'm not saying that you like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, no matter what. 
There are not cases of people being unfaithful. I'm not saying that. But for you to be unfaithful enough to bring home a child, whether it's a man or a woman, for you to say, hey, I'm going to interrupt our entire household with another child that is not yours. That is very selfish of me. And now you're saying, oh, you should take responsibility because we're married? They're going to make me say, well, maybe we don't need to be married. My question to you would be, what about those people who had, you know, marriages, open marriages, right? Like, at this point... Even even in open marriages, because I understand what you're talking about. Even open marriages, there are rules. Like, please don't understand. If you are polygamous, if you are... uh, and what is it? ENM, which is ethically non-monogamous. There's all different types of things. The idea is there are still so rules. Time. Yes, I like knowing stuff. I, I hear you, I told fam. you because earlier he was like, "Man, you are very tri- uh, uh, like." I want to start questioning you about trivia. I'm like, I'm very good when it comes to all that because I like to know everything. This what happened. He his his mom said. Uh, this is the clues. It's a it's a light skinned guy. He plays the piano. What's his name? No, she John said Legend. it's a light skinned like guy it. who plays the piano, and his wife' name is Christy something. And I was like, oh, John Legend. And he was looking at me like, how you know that? I'm like, how you how many light skinned dudes you know play the piano for one? Then for two, the wife's name Christy. Christy Teigen. Thank you. Right there, that quick. So, That's too much for me. I, my, thing, uh, my thing when it comes back to the subject is there are always rules. You can't be like, oh, well, because we're in open marriage, oh, anything goes. That's not how it goes, or open relationship, or anything like that. How it goes, we set forth these rules. You have rules, I have rules. If we're stepping out on each other, you can't be going raw-dogging people. But that's not even... Most polygamous relationships, that don't happen. Then on top of that, even if you do that, you have to be on some form of birth control because of the fact that we don't want nothing disrupting our household. Some people agree with it. Some people disagree with it. That's you and your household and what you decide to do. But my thing is when you introduce a whole nother life into this household that isn't mine, like, of course, you know if it's yours or it's not yours, but mm-hmm. if it's, if the father, I would say the same thing if it was a dude on the outside, he done knocked up a woman and he done got her pregnant, brought a child back. Bro, why you messing up your household? You knew what the rules are. Every marriage, every relationship has its rules. You decided you're going to push the rules away and now, I'm the default daddy because you like, oh, well, I mean, you should accept it. Uh, I can't can't agree. I think we all are saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, it is messed up to look at that person and be like, can you please take full responsibility for this situation? Because no kid is a mistake, but... They have to be taken care of, or the state, wherever you are, is going to take them. Yeah. So, right. you better have a p- 
plan or a partner who is strong enough to this is tough want to continue like, like more power to those that can do it I don't think I could come up to my wife and be like hey um by the way by the way I know by you said it was cool for me to do this but by the way uh, I got this little one right now that we gotta deal with for 18 years I would expect my wife to leave me, but I ain't got to worry about that because I got that taken care of. But anyways, mm-hmm. it's still the fact that I'm like, I wouldn't want to do that to my wife, but I definitely wouldn't want my wife to do that to me. Right. Right. Oh, well, you know, I know you love, <clears throat> like, like I, I told my wife and my wife in the other room right now, she can admit to it. I'm like, if you come up pregnant, two ways this is going to go. Either. A, I'm going to see a lawyer, or B, I'm still going to see a lawyer to sue the doctor. Somebody's coming up awesome. Either, nah, we can't do that. Oh, the baby, it was an accident. No, because you have plan B, you have birth control, you had condoms, you have all this other stuff, but yet, you bypassed all that and was like, but I love you. The hell with your love. That's tough. I don't know. Like I said, show up in my house with anybody who ain't ain't literally a hunter. I'm hunting for a lawyer. I don't have to deal with this. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't. I, I, it's just not gonna work. Mm-mm. And I need to go get that situation fixed too. I I I, I keep putting it on the back burner, but I just thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, and don't even take twenty four hours. Thirty bucks and twenty four hours. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a slow See first of all They need to holler at you To be like a spokesperson Hey I would Man if they could pay me for it You might oh, as well you don't know We talking about vasectomies Because My little brother Is the one that got me on it Like Because at first I was like no But he was like Bruh There's no difference No change It's the same thing Except You don't have to worry about kids After I had my second child I'm like I love my children to death I don't want no more. I want to do this. Me and my wife agreed on it. We good. Ain't got nothing to worry about up there. So, like I said, either I'm hunting for a lawyer or I'm still hunting for a lawyer to sue a doctor. Just all depends on which lawyer I'm which, looking which for. Type, which is the one I need. Yeah. I need. I know I need one. I just don't know which one. I'm like, there's a lot of things I could forgive, but you coming back with the child? I ain't forgiving that. Like, no. Well, no. like I said, I commend all those who do. Yeah. So, is that the question, though? I don't think we're we're asking them for forgiveness. Oh, yeah. You trying to figure out? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I just, to her point, I don't feel like this should be default fathers. Like you said, I, I agree. Your solution, mandatory paternity test, you want to just lump that in with the whole, mm-hmm. you know, birth? Hey, I don't mind giving you five, $600 on top of, you know, hey, just so you know, yeah, the baby, baby already out. It's like it costs that's money. Hey, just so you know, you probably don't want to pay that extra three, three thousand, three four thousand. Why? Because that ain't yours, player. Got you. Let me cover this five. Thank you, Doc. I'm gonna get up out of here. I'm gonna just be on my way. And you know, there's gonna be a real awkward situation when I walk back into the into the operating room and she holding the baby, and I'm just I'm just packing, not saying nothing. <laughs> It's like, what you doing? Uh, no, don't, don't worry about it. But let's say mm-hmm. that the lady wasn't, you know, 
out being mischievous. Are we, are we talking about assault? Yeah, I was just saying okay. like that's the only way I'll be like okay. As a husband, it's got to be either him or the state. Somebody gonna have to take care of that kid. Right. At the end of the day, so that's so, the only way I, I would be like. This. So me and him okay. got mixed feelings on this. Granted, I do believe I'm like, hey, you know, we in a we at an impasse because one, if I didn't want to see the child you had with another man, right, in my house, now I gotta look at the kid and then I'm thinking about what took place and. And I'm just like, now it's it's even worse. So I'm like, I ain't going to tell you to go get rid of the child, nothing like that, because I believe a life's a life. Regardless, though, I'm going to be like, I'm going to look. We can go find an adoption age, yes. something. We can find something. <laughs> and I, will literally, I will literally pay. And you can go see the kid, everything. Like, you don't have to limit what you do with the kid. Do that, because that's really your kid. If, but as far as me, because of the circumstances, I'd be like, look, I'll throw some money at it, but I can't because I'm going to keep replaying that in my mind, and mm -hmm. then they can put me behind bars, and I don't want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. That's very and true. Yeah. Like, when at first I was like, nah, nah, I can't handle it. But I'm like, when I finished hearing his entirety of it, because I'm sorry, I know the world has this... Well, you should. It's not that child's fault. Yes, it's not that child's fault. But it's not my fault neither. Now, what I'm saying <laughs> is, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you have to be like, oh, you have to get rid of it. But he, little, little so and so, is not going to be walking around my house every day, and every day I have the image and replay the image of some horrible human being. Mm -hmm. Attacking the woman that I love or won't be with or anything like that. I'm, right. I know me. Like, I'm, I'm either two saying answers. I'm either very chilled mm -hmm. or extreme. Mm -hmm. I don't have a middle ground. So I'm like, if Lil Junior come up, to, I'm not picking Lil Junior up. I'm not. And I know that sounds so cold hearted. But I know how I'm going to feel every time I see this child. Right. And of course... Most of the time, the mother won't feel that way because part of her is in that child. But you have to remember, part of you is. That's not part of me. Right. So that's kind of where I'm like, yes, okay, if we want, uh, if one of my family members needs a child or can't have a child, here's what we're going to do. We can set that up. Right. Guaranteed. And, and trust me, kid, gonna be, I'll pay. I, I'm talking about, I'll pay and for the college, decision, I'll pay for the clothes. You are Father, to I'm be saying those kind of words <laughs> as her wife by default. If you're gonna be talking like that, you're the father, and you're making the determination. As my wife's daughter or son, and as her husband, we decide that she's this baby is gonna be adopted, or yeah. we decide that. We're going to keep this baby within the kin and give it to our cousin who has been having miscarriages or yes. whatever. And I could 100% agree on that because I do believe a life is a life. Right. Now, if you're me sitting too. here telling me, oh, I'm going every day, I have to see this, it ain't going to work. Yeah, the have to, 
like the default is just very it doesn't let you choose it's not free right. it's like communist it's just I don't know I don't like it I don't like it I just, but, I'm just not with but yeah I'm washing my hand with that one that's how I feel I just try I to look at it from all different angles and at the same time if you're gonna be her husband you the daddy so you're gonna be deciding yeah Cause she's gonna have to compromise with you if y'all gonna be staying together. Mm. True statement. Why is it hard for men and women to understand supply and demand when it comes to relationships? I think we have a hard time understanding supply and demand just in general. Yeah. Like outside, of, like unless you are the supply, like you know, because if I supply the work, I demand my check. We understand it there, but when we come to like, okay, when you monopolize, I'm gonna say it that when you put a monopoly on the supply, if you the sole supplier of this particular good, which is in most relationships, like, hey, I intend to be the sole provider of all things sexual to you. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. Cool. That's when it gets sticky because it's like, I'm the sole provider of it, but. What if I ain't got that type of love in stock right now and you need it and you want it? So I'm like, I'm going to put it out there, but it, my quality standards ain't going to, they ain't going to be as high as they was. I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah. But in some cases, some people just hit you with the whole, I'm just not going to put, no, nah, don't even look for it. It ain't coming today. See, I looked at it like this was when we, uh, when we talk about relationships, all these different things, the main thing is there are certain qualifications that you want in a person. If you say, for some people, they had the six feet tall. Oh, he has to be making six figures, all those kind of things. Oh, some women want him to be a mechanic. They want him to be a, a fighter. They want him on top of that to be suave, debonair. He has to look the part. He has to smell good 24-7. He has to have the best sense of humor. All these things. That's the demand. Right. So, you're going to have to pay high for that demand. Right. And the issue that I see out here is nobody wants to pay for the demand that they want. They want demand to be high, but they want to pay the low, low price. Yeah, you bargain something for your relationship. Yes. So, it becomes a big issue when you say all the qualifications you want. He got that. Or she got that. But I don't want to pay too much for that. You're going to have to do and get outside your box. Like, you know, they had the um, five different love languages, all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But the issue comes around when you're like, I shouldn't have to do that. Yes, you should. Because you give him what you want. So you're going to have to give him or give her what she wants. Now, if you sit here and say, I don't have to give that, then maybe that's not what you want. Yeah. That goes back to when people be like, the proof is in the pudding. Like, hey, you tell me that you really, if you want to be a brain surgeon, I expect you to go to certain schools and get certain credentials and all that to get there. Because if you ain't got it, I don't expect you to come touch on my mind at any point if you ain't got what you need to. Like, if you ain't certified, you ain't certified. Vice versa, well, not vice versa. That being said, going into a relationship, 
okay, I meet all your qualifications. But when I look at your when I look at your application to be in this relationship with me, if you ain't there, I'ma just say, hey, look, you you missing the mark on here, here, and here. Like, is there something you trying to add to one of your other strengths to make this pop, or is this, or is you just telling me this is what I'm gonna get? Because if this is what I'm gonna get, there's other qualified candidates. That's what yeah. when you got a, a ideal job, what people really want. There's many. There's a lot of people putting in applications. So yeah. you can't get upset with somebody who's saying, uh, "We're just interviewing different candidates right now to see who's who." That's why they always that that uh, line. Kevin and Andrew Taylor was hit you with. I, yeah. It's just options, and that's also yeah. why I say men can't cheat. It's just making me think about like, <clears throat> normal Amazon shopping. Like, if I need a product. I'm gonna type it in on a search bar. Yeah. It's a certain type mm-hmm. that I'm looking for. I might be looking for a humidifier and air purifier and dehumidifier all in one. Yeah. And diffuser all in one. All in one. But Amazon is gonna list what they have. Yeah. That is what they got. Yeah. I'm demanding. <coughs> so if they don't have all that, then I might need to get on eBay. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't get mad at Amazon because that's not what they have to offer. Go look somewhere else. Yeah. So, it's like, in a relationship, I just feel like it's hard for people because of everybody is different at the end of the day. We all grew up learning Supply and demand on a different level. Like recently, I went to Kenya and I can say they're more innovative than we are here, of course, because they don't have as much um, to work with, but they make it work with what they have. So when I say that, I mean, like, they might have $7. Okay, and they have something that they need to get with it. Yeah, they need some deodorant. They might be musty than a bitch. But instead, they're going to buy some maize or um, something that they can make use of for more than one time. Yeah. And for more than one person. That's just how they think. So over here... How we think is different. Agreed. And what if you want to get in a relationship with a woman that's in Kenya? And j- she has just that background that I told you. And your back, your qualification list is like, well, she got to be a good woman. Right. Okay. I need her com- to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. I would like for her to smell good. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> she might be like, well... He's got to find me beautiful, okay? Okay. I need him to see how how dedicated and hard I work okay. and how, you know, I'm really all in. Right. But you like, okay, are you willing to like, you know, this is just an example. Are you willing to like make that change and start, you know, getting deodorant? Because that's like what I'm looking for. And she's like. I mean, it's not that important to me. 
That sounds no. like, you that's, know, that's cool. No. I'm gonna just be like, I'm gonna just, just buy like, that though. Yeah, you I'm know like, what I'm saying? Buy that just for buy you. That. Uh, I'll take right. care of that for you. You ain't even got. Thank God if she that. accepts it. You know, because someone might be like, uh uh-uh, uh, nigga, I don't need your shit. Like, it's but, just that difficulty, and that's what we're trying to figure out why. And my but, answer to why is your upbringing was different than mine. What was important to you, what was a demand for you, was different than what was a demand for me. What you had in your house, right. what was already supplied for you, right. is way different than what I had that was applied for me. Right. So it's just, it's that background, you know, it's it's how you and grew up. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that part. The only thing I look at, though, is like, I don't expect someone to be exactly where I'm at on anything. But if you're just like, no, I'm not going to change nothing. You guys have this. Like, that's where it becomes an issue. Now, if you're like, okay, we gel on so many different levels. Okay, certain things we could work on fixing. Oh, well, because I remember at one point in time, I had a huge gap in my front uh, in front teeth. I wouldn't got that fixed because I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't want to see this huge gap in my front teeth. And I'm like, because I want to make myself higher demand. That means... If you want to be higher quality, and yes, I hate when everybody says, oh, they're already high quality. If nobody wants what you're offering, you're not high quality. I I, I know somebody's going to be like, oh, well, no, they're just shallow. No, 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 no. If basically nobody wants basic cable anymore. <laughs> nobody. It's true. How many people you know actually get basic cable? It's like, nah, man, I'll go buy Hulu, I'll go buy Netflix, I'll right. buy some other stuff, but I'm not just going to sit here and watch those maybe 10, 15 channels that are on basic cable. Now, don't get me wrong, if you're somewhere else in a, like the West, Western society has a higher, I guess, they look at Oh, they have to be more elevated each time than the next person. Now, I understand over in like Kenya, Africa, different places like that. I could understand because you may not have a TV at all. So if you do have a TV, hey, that's a blessing. But over here, even the average people in the slums have a TV. So Mm. it's like, okay, what can you do to elevate yourself? Like, to make yourself higher value. And I'm not going to say the, oh, high value man, high value women. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't care about all that. All I'm saying is from the point that, bruh, if you're offering something that nobody wants, you're a trash dude. No woman's going to holler at you if you're offering nothing that no woman wants. Oh, woman Mm -hmm. wants to have a faithful man. You always cheating. Oh, woman wants a man to take a shower. You don't take showers. Yeah. That pretty much gonna ask you out for most women. Oh, man, he's ugly in the face. He doesn't work. I don't know one woman in the United States and Canada, not even Mexico, that's gonna be like, you know what? I still take him. <laughs> that's hard. Uh, I, I mean, we we talking. All right, so. There's certain things that I expect change on or compromise, right? Yeah. 
Hygiene, we already know. Hey, look, I don't really feel like there's many people out there who gonna be like, nah, I ain't gonna. You talking about running water? Nah, I ain't, I ain't jumping in that, fam. That's not realistic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, they no, gonna, no. There was a one and one dude that was talking about. Like, he had to have surgery because he wouldn't wipe his butt like he needed to, and he ended up growing an infection, and they had to cut out a chunk of his anus, and I'm like, oh, bro, how you that <laughs> dirty? The Judah, literally, I pull up once the podcast over with, I'm like, how are you this dirty? I got a chunk of my cheeks out. Yes. Oh, my Because goodness. it was infected. And I'm like... Oh, my goodness. Wow, really? 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 Because from a little kid, he never would wipe his butt like he was supposed to. See, then he grew into a grown man and still didn't do that. Well, he... I mean, I would have just got him some wet wipes, fam. Put the yeah. warmer in there. That background. Like, like, it's that, it's that background. <laughs> that upbringing. I'm, I'm telling it's y'all. Really, it's a lot. You, it's <laughs> real important. <laughs> and that supply and demand, make sure you know where that stuff coming from. Yeah. You got to have that history. But I your mean, mama didn't. Man, if you don't get in there, take a shower. Understood. Like, come on. Yeah. Be honest, uh, I mean, being 100 brothers and honest, when you were real young as a boy, you came out from the side being dirty, first thing your mama say, mm-hmm. man, you better get in there and take yeah, a shower. Yeah, you smell like outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, go take a... Mm-hmm. And I, you didn't. I mean, that gentleman, I'm, he's definitely an extreme case. I feel like most rational people... Would see a bar of soap and something like, oh, thank God that we have the soap and the water that they can run over my body. I just feel like that. Yeah. What we gotta, like, when we diving into it, because how to how we set up now is all about provide. Because you know, standard man status is he a provider, right? Yeah. So I, the six feet. I feel like women are compromised on six feet and let you make it if you really got six figures. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you're like, yeah, because Jermaine Dupree still hit Janet. Like, yeah. if he, let's just be real about it. It's Jermaine Dupree. nasty. He went in there, he laid up with Janet Jackson. And I don't know, I've seen a picture of Jermaine Dupree. He ain't six feet. Yeah. Okay? He not six feet. So, even Janet Jackson in her prime would definitely like, hey, six feet, who cares really what his bank account look like? And yeah. granted, if we talking about Janet Jackson, does she really need to care about your bank account? Probably not. But it just feels better. And then what about uh, what's one called from Escape? Candy. Yeah. So I'm like, well. They going to let you slide because you, you meet the qualifications. Like, everybody be throwing their extra stuff in there, right? But... On the baseline, I feel like at a certain point, a woman's going to reach a, a understanding like, hey, look, what do my kids got to stay over here in this area or, or over there in that area, the one that I really like? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to put yourself outside of your, like, nah, I'm, yeah, he ain't six feet, but my, my, my kids are on this, like, you football thing and they getting to go from state to state and somebody got to pay for their transportation because they don't provide buses. Like, and I'm just saying, I feel like, now don't get me wrong, I, I don't care how much six figures you got. If you ain't got enough figures to figure out you need to wipe your backside, that's mm-hmm. different, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. But a lot of this other stuff, I just be like, it sound good. But I know 
most of it will be they'll forego all that if it puts them either either them personally in a better situation or it puts the next generation of them mm. in a better situation. Yeah. And if not, then they just as extreme as the man who won't wipe his butt. I'd be like, come on, be realistic. That's not. Yeah. Like, what was that one? Um, I saw this other one that was crazy because she was talking about how she didn't want to marry her boyfriend because he asked her to marry him. And the issue was she was talking to her woman friend about this. And she was like, you say he was cute, right? Yes. Oh, he pays all the bills, right? Yes. Oh, so what's the issue? Well, he's not really that funny. I'm like, if funny is your qualification of all the other things that you look for, he has to be funny too, you're kind of asking for a lot. I say everything except I'm not funny. I'd be like, look, that's where you got to... I need to coin the term self-compromise. Okay, look. Hey, he not funny. Let me help you. Here's, they got plenty, like I said, they got plenty of books on how to tell a joke, how to do, get that man one, have him read it, and just be like, that ain't funny. Look, watch Dave Chappelle. Watch. Right. Figure Take it out. To, go to yeah. a comedy show or something. Figure that out. If that's something that, I'm just I just feel like if you presented that as this is one of the hurdles that you you failing on miserably. Men are really good at taking criticism and trying to figure out a way to fix it. Like, hey, yeah. bro, you you just not funny. Alright. I'ma go talk to my <laughs> homeboy who is funny and be like, dog, what what do you be saying? Even if I'm just gonna straight up jack his jokes. <laughs> like, I got you. He's it's a joke not, stealer. I'm I'm a joke stealer, but I'm a heart stealer too. Okay. Yeah. That's my primary mission was to get my girl. Don't think I'm gonna take your stuff on the road, fam. I'm taking it home. I'm just gonna use it there. You ain't gotta worry about it. I agree. Or I or I might not be funny. I'll just play a whole bunch of comedies at the house all the time. Like he ain't funny, but he got the funniest movies. I'm him. I don't. Yeah. That's like I said. She's just as irrational as the guy who don't want to wipe his butt with the infection. I'm just like you gotta pick and choose, fam. This is it's too much. I agree. It's too much. If they have a bad relationship with their parents, is that a red flag? Yes. Why? I'm just curious, you know. I'm, 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 it's, it's like a million wise. Um, that's not something I pursue because I love family. Like, I have a lot of family. Mm-hmm. Personally, I have grown up with two sets of parents. So that was a whole bunch of cousins and grandmas and aunts. And travel and uncles and food, different kinds of food. Um, like my mom is from Dallas and her people are from East Texas. My dad, my biological dad, he's from Kenya. And then my stepdad, he is from Flint, Michigan. Mm. And then my dad, his wife, um, he, when he was married, growing up, his wife was from Beaumont. So, Beaumont, Texas. So, 
I just had a lot of like opportunity and experiences because I got to see black family on like a lot of different platforms. Like I got to see good family reunions, I got to see fucked up family arguments. I got to see um family come from Africa who I never met, but this is my first cousin. Oh, that's crazy. Um I got to see Family who is not biologically mine, but you can't tell them that because they love me and I love them so much. And just to be received, you know, by family, it's it's important to me just to have that time, like, not just funerals and not just birthday are we, like, coming together. Like, I love cousins, so... I feel like you need your family and parents are important. Like, your upbringing is going to say a lot about you and how much I like you. So if your mama allowed you to do whatever and she never said anything to you, never corrected you or taught you, and you think you coming over here to me and just know it all, Mm. and then I'm like, that's incorrect. That's not social norm. Like, you need to fix that. It's going to be a problem. Because if your mama never told you, don't be mean to a waitress at a restaurant, and you are rude, (laughs) and then mean you go on a date, I'm leaving. If you're rude. I 100% agree with that. So red flag is important. Family is important because how you talk to your mama is really important to me. Yeah. Or how you talk about her. You remember the old school saying, how you treat your mama is how you may treat your woman? Right. And I'm like... Yes, because I'm not, like, I could not imagine treating my wife or my mama anything less than the queen they are. And I don't understand where we, you get to a point where you like, to hell with my mama, to hell with my family, kind of stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I know there's some trash families yeah. out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you have one of those trash families, I'm sorry. I feel really heartbroken for you. God bless you. But, like, me and my family, like, we cool as butter. It's like, we're going to hang with each other. We're going to, like, my little brother come over. Shoot, I just moved into my new house. I'm like, we already trying to plan a barbecue. Like, we're going to do barbecue. We're going to, hell, we're going to end up doing Thanksgiving over here. Oh, legit. Like, but the thing is, my family is a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I could not imagine... Dating someone where they're like to hell with family, mm-hmm. like I could especially not marry them. Yeah, and then the, the and then have kids one. when y'all go on a vacation. What if your mama is on a vacation at the same time? You going? Who yeah. gonna watch your kids? Yeah. So like it's just like um, if you can, you know, have a relationship with your parents. You know, if they still here and they're not deceased. This is perfect to try. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know where they at, if you don't mm. know where they are, get some research. We have a whole bunch of platforms for everything, and I'm so certain it's the locator because people do it on movies all the time, and I know that's mm-hmm. movies, but baby, them kids, that when they really want to know who their dad is, they find them. Yeah. All right. It's always so, a picture. I think it's 
You know, it to me, it is a red flag. What do you think? I'm gonna say it depends. Look, sometimes because right now, you know, I got some family members. I'd be like, mm, we cool, <laughs> but I ain't gonna sit back and say like my parents though. Nah, parents that could be a that could be a. In my opinion, that's a red flag. When we start moving outside the immediate, I'd be like, look, mm-hmm. man, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But everybody got them kind of family members. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so everybody I, got that cousin on the other end is like, oh. Like, well, well, why? 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 Why you show up today, fam? Or you got that one that can't stay out of jail. Or you got right. that one that, um, basically, knowing that's your girl, your woman or something, but they getting a little extra friendly and you like, Hey, oh, cuz, yeah. <laughs> let, let's not go down this wrong road because you're going to get messed up over here. My bad, mm-hmm. folk. My bad. I, 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 like, there's always those. Everybody got that in their family. Everybody got somebody named Pookie or something in their family. They, they, the they, one they, that, they. you know, if you need some work put in, I'm going to call him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate to use people like that, though. But at the same time, I do understand that those people do exist. We all yeah. got them. I, Everybody got somebody. I guess when it, cause when it comes to relationship, cause I feel like we looking at relationship only like one setting. Cause some dude could be like, you know, I was raised, my mama took care of me, so oh, my mama come first. I'm in a space where my mom's like, no, nah, your wife, she, it's your wife. Then you know I, I'm I'm a close second, but understand that I expect you as a man to take care of your home. But so I, I just feel like it's people who it's like it's red flags all like in multiple places. I guess what I'm saying with what you're saying, if a mom actually raised her child right, especially a boy child, mama's not always right. Hey, you know nah. you can you grew up and became a man. I can't be telling you what to do as a grown man. I could give you my guidance. Right. And if you listen to it, cool. If you don't listen to it, cool. But if I'm sitting here telling you, no, she's not right. She's not right. No woman is right. And this is an issue. Yeah. Like, oh, the only person good for you is mama. Eh, you sound like you have a relationship. What, what I'm saying, because that sound cool. <laughs> but I know, I mean, like, with the daughter, because we got to flip the script at the same time. A dude walk up in here, automatically I go on the age. I go into judgment mode, like he can't even put he can't even pull his pants up. And I was the same kid that had my pants down. But, to, like, I, but I'm like, look, I can't. I don't want us to get to a point where we are so refined. That we don't recognize that there was a point where we was unfiltered too, okay? okay. And but I have a un, uh, but with your unfiltered, yes. As a man, you should be very cautious of your daughter because you know what goes on out here. You know what little boys after, even though little boys the lion say no, no, no. Even yeah. sometimes your daughter will say no, that's not what. It, yes, he is. Hmm? Stop telling these lies. Yes, he is. I, but what I'm saying, is, we we saying that now. 
Because it's, I'm just saying, the first of all, the the volume on the voice modulation changed when you threw daughter in there. That's all I'm saying, fam. Of course it changed when you but threw what daughter I'm, in there. Not, because we are, uh, we are men. But what I'm saying is this. Okay, look. That little boy does have a mom. And it's, you said, we said here and said that it's not right for that mom to think that there's no girl that's actually worth age. Like uh, she gets a, she gets, he gets come the in here at 15 talking about I really love him. I'm gonna do exactly uh, I know y'all seen the little TikTok <laughs> where um the little daughter walks up with her boyfriend and the grandfather's like, "Hey baby, how you doing?" She's like, "Oh, hey. This is my boyfriend." She's like, "Boyfriend?" And then all of a sudden he uppercuts the boyfriend and he's like, "Take your little butt in the house." Like, "Now get on up and go home." Yeah, 15, that's what you're going to get. You 15, you don't know nothing. Now, when you get I to just the, think that, I think I that is irrelevant. Like, that's not real. It, like, come on. It, it First of all, you up, like, okay. So, what, you got you to gotta peel back the layers on this, fam. You, I'm, I'm going to be real. You just uppercutted a 15-year-old. Yes, that's I an will. assault charge. Okay? Yes, I will. <laughs> uh, yes, I will. Like, you, no. It's not what you know. It's what you can approve. You, Jeremy, I don't know if you ever looked in the mirror, bro, but I don't think you ever cutting a child is gonna end. First of all, he don't look bruise? like the. Where's the bruise? Because the uppercut is right there, right there. So when you catch this uppercut, I ain't bruising nothing. You just going either way. What I'm telling you is, at 15, you say you in love. I'd be like, one, you don't know what love is, but also. That's a pivotal moment in any any child's life. It's for a boy or girl. Like, hey, he said, I don't know what love is. Then what is it? Let me go find. Let me see. I like you a lot, right? Let's let me see what how far love goes in this in this setting. Like the girls I talk to in middle school, I don't see them. I don't talk to them. If I do come across them, I'm gonna definitely say, hey. And if you couldn't tell me I wasn't in love then, like, oh my God, she's so beautiful, and you know. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, that's a moment that I had to. But then when I found out, like, what I was willing to do for a woman at a certain age, it's like, oh, yeah. When you tell me I gotta go and work all day and then bring my check and just give it away, that's like, I must really love you in, in some way. First <laughs> to do that, but I can't. Thirteen and four to eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does, or boast. Like, there's a lot. Love is not rude. Like, there's a lot of things that says love is. So when you talk about what is love, you're not going to tell me he thinks I'm cute or she thinks I'm cute. I have a son and a daughter, and I will tell them both the same thing. Mm-hmm. If my son's going to get ready to go to the NFL and this girl say she loves him, I'm going to be like, son, man, you better sit your uh, happy-go-lucky self down just but, because you horny. No. Nah. Yes, yes. See, I will tell him the same that's, thing. That's, that's, because I'm going to be like, wrong. son, I, you have something that she's looking for, a future. I commend you for looking out for your son in one instance and then your daughter in another. Well, right? I'm sorry. I can't uppercut his girlfriend. I, uh, surprise uh, me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this. I, 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 you 
clearly you explain to me where you see the value at. So your daughter automatically has value from birth, right? Yes. Because, hey, you're 15, you don't know what love is. You're about to give away your, you know, your youth and all that. You, you should be trying to figure this thing out, right? But your son, bro, unless if you don't do something that's ex- extraordinary by this age, you know what I'm saying, hey, if she take you and you ain't got nothing, then she losing and you okay with that. But if you get something that's really valuable, as a, hey, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna warn, hey, no, 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 you can't do this because he got something valuable now. I was just like, we have this, we because got that we scenario. Know the but truth we, is just everybody keeps trying to say they're equal. No, they're not. In certain ways, you know for a fact, like you know that your daughter. More people would be after your daughter than your son at a certain age. Right. Now, when your son gets older and his value grows, more people will be after him. And then he will be tested. But your daughter, like, there isn't a girl on this earth that hadn't been offered no D at any point in time. Now, she's going to be like, no, I'm good. No, uh, no, no. Because women get hollered at all the time. Yeah. Little boys ain't getting hollered at like that. You may have a rare one out of the entire group that little girls start thinking are cute. But it isn't until they start getting older that they're like, hey, little boys, by the time they hit puberty, basically they trying to holler at any woman that they think they could possibly have a chance with. I remember dudes in middle school would clown a girl so hard, then come to find out they knocking the chick off. I'm like, how you going to talk that bad about her, but yet you sleeping with her? There was in high school, the uh, one of the most popular boys in the school. He was knocking off this real fat, ugly chick. He was just like, she can't tell nobody. Dang. And nobody knew about it. Dang. And then she told me on what you call the last day of school. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So he was doing all this trash talking about you. I'm like, that is harsh. But even oh ugly God. chicks get the same privilege that pretty chicks do. It's just how hard you're going to work for it. A pretty chick, you'll work harder. He's like, Them last hey. day of school talks used to be the team. Mm-hmm. That was too Wait. much. You mm-hmm. find out all, all the team secrets. All right. What? Mm-hmm. You oh, did what with who? For real? Y'all had a sleepover. That's terrible. I never got them sleepovers because I had all brothers. Yeah. And yeah, me either. One of my friends, I, I hated him. I hate him for his name. He probably watching this. Pretty, uh, pretty uh, Rico, what they called him. Because he was a pretty boy. And he had sisters. And I'm like, so all the girls go over his house. Uh, and I'm like, okay. So you know, I, I try not to hate. But I'm like, all the girls go over his house. But everybody looked at, oh, we got to watch Jeremy. I'm like, what we got to watch me? What I do? He over here uh, on sleeping with half of them. I'm like, but you gotta understand, his situation was different than yours, man. Bruh. It's not like that situation was thrust upon him. He wasn't. He didn't go set that up. You was you was out there physically trying to in search of that. He was like, is it my fault I got sisters? Is it my fault that they think I'm cute? It's not. 
Oh, that makes All sense. these things I was just born with. It was just how it worked. Now you uh, like I want to go kick it with him, and I, I we we just laugh about it now because I'm like, oh, I ain't going lie. You were one of my best friends, but I hated you sometimes. It wasn't that I hated you; I hated on you because <laughs> I was like envy the situation. He get like, oh well, we going over his house. Oh, your sister over there. Oh, sneak out of his sister room. Somewhere else. Oh, I'm like, hey, hey man, look. I don't know. I wouldn't hate. I'd be like, look, fam, just just invite me over sometime. <laughs> like, I, I'm my not. My mom wouldn't let me go over because he had sisters. Look, mama, you gotta understand. Let me. <laughs> let, you gotta me understand. let me talk. <laughs> we gotta figure this out, mama. <laughs> that don't work over here. Cause man. my mama was strict as hell. I get it, but I'd be like, look. Ain't nah. no sleepovers. If there was a sleepover, they'd come over my house. Oh, man, yeah. And then girls didn't get to come over. Well, you got another house for the boys. What is he going to do? That's a victim. A <laughs> just, come on, fam. You ever get to that moment? You know, you just like, yeah. I'm going to look. I'll be like, look, mama, I'm, I'm going. Over. He going to throw this party. This is sleep. I got to go to this sleepover, mom. I'm going. Now what I gotta do is it, is it straight A's? Do I need to cut the yard? Do I need to? What I gotta do? Cause I'm not feeling. Yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling. Oh my mixed. goodness! <laughs> I'm, I'm gotta win. I don't see. <laughs> we hear people bash single mothers for the ills of society. What can we say about the dads though? I mean, I, I posed this question because there was a guy who blamed. You remember we had the podcast about mm-hmm. the. The five cows beat up the one guy, uh, Mr. Nichols, Tyree Nichols. Mm-hmm. And then there was a guy who came on there and said, hey, no, no, you know, this single mothers are to blame because I'm guessing the majority was of those. It Jason Whitlock, I think, was the person that did it. Right. So I'm like, okay, if we going to put that amount of responsibility on the mother, right, mm. then what, what, what can we say? About the father who wasn't in the home. Granted, I understand some people can be like, well, she probably put him in a, a situation where he couldn't be there, or this, that, and the third. But I'm like, did did she put him in that, or did the government put you in that? Because if you giving if you giving all kinds of financial assistance to those who don't have a man inside the home, don't you basically set up the scenario for hey, even if you're not here. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a check. Like I'm gonna be fine without you. Not not saying that I don't want, you know, I definitely want people to, you know, continue getting your government aid and assistance, right? But at the same time, we gotta stop going through life thinking that the male presence in the home isn't as valuable as the female presence in the home. Like, and I agree with what you're saying. I could see it from both ends because I will say Honestly, I think I would say more in a male-led home. I think you would have more of the, um, what is that? Uh, what is that called? You know, when um, you, uh, the mental illness. Because a lot of times, as a man, we're brought up, hey, we're not going to cry. We're not going to do this, especially in the older generation. You're not re- basically told everything even though you could understand certain things, but it's like you're told, hey, don't cry. I understand this world's not going to be nice to you, but without a woman's presence, you don't have 
both sides of the coin that you need. Right. right. How I see it is, and granted, I come from a two-parent home, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I understand that your mom telling you, I mean, I know it's not viewed positively if you do cry as a man, right? However, if you do, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And my father, his main thing was to teach me, hey, there's some stuff that's going to come your way that you ain't going to have much control over, but everybody going to blame you. Sometimes yeah. it's just better to accept that because you can deal with it and move on. Just let that go. Because if you fight for everything, uh, soldiers don't live long. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not telling you not to fight for what you want or fight for what, but every battle choose, ain't one. Choose yeah, them. Every battle ain't for you to go out here and fight like this. Like, yeah, no. Really fight for your family. Fight for your this, that, the third. But I just feel like you as a father, you come up in a situation and you say, hey, look, you getting, you cops pull you over for any reason, comply. You know, if they ain't violating your rights, let them do their job and go on about your business. It, it yeah. ain't it ain't no need for you to get emotional. Stop, yeah. don't tie it all in. Granted, <clears throat> your mom, like my mom, she tell you the truth. Like, no, they probably stopping you because you're black. They probably stopping you because you did that and the third. Like, but your father gonna be like, is it more important for you to fight them cops today or come home tonight? Yeah. You make the decision. Like, and granted, rational mind. I'm, I'd rather just go home. Like, at the end of the day, I've always told people. I've told young people, older people. I've told old people that I've just talked to on a general basis. You need both sides of the coin. Is They level each other out. Yeah. Like, if you have so much masculinity, you really don't know. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't learn how to talk to women from my dad. I learned how to talk to women from my mom because she told me, certain things that women wanted. So listening to her and all those kind of things, I'm like, okay, I got one point. Because my dad was teaching me more, hey, be strong, pay these bills, do the things you need to. Yeah, which also helps with talking to women too because they want you to be on your P's and Q's. You got to have something. But if you're just always paying bills, doing this kind of stuff, you're not going to last long in a relationship. Oh, I paid the bills. Okay. But, okay, but what what are we about to do? Yeah. It's so like, yeah. Oh, how you feel about me? How? Well, I paid the bills. Yeah, it's not all. You can't put it all on the single mamas. Mm-hmm. No, Shout can't. out to Fantasia for the song "Baby Mamas." Wait, we gotta clear this up, okay? <laughs> you can't be saying. I, I granted she made the song "Baby Mamas," okay, but. Like, we can't just be intertwining single mamas and baby mamas. Because you could be a baby mama and be out. Like, my wife is is my baby mama. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not... I don't want you to feel like you got to be single and do it in order to listen to this Fantasia song. <laughs> you can listen to that song right. and have a well-functioning relationship at right. home. Like, like no. It, that song, like, it irritated my soul because she was like, oh, it's a badge of honor to be a baby mama. I'm like... No, it's a badge of honor to get married, have children, 
um, be loved by your children, be yeah. lo- uh, all those kind of things. Right. That's a badge of honor. It's like when my children run over, hug me, all that kind of stuff, make me feel all warm inside. Yeah. Even when I try to be as hard as I could be, it's like, oh, like they're going to run over here. They're going to mess with me. Sometimes they're going to irritate me, but I'm like, those things is like, like warm my heart. Because I could say it like this. When it was just me by myself, oh, I was ruthless to people. Oh, I was cold-hearted to people. And we ain't going to go back on that. No, but, you know. good. I mean. No, no, no we're not going to go. Oh, we ain't going to talk about that. That was on the last episode. They can't they can go to previous episodes and see those things. Okay. But all Understood. I'm saying is my children actually warm my heart to certain things. Because at one point, I was cold. It was like. Hell, it was a, if I agree with you, I agree with you. But if I don't like you, I, I ain't gonna say that uh, I don't cuss anymore. That's mm-hmm. good. But yeah. you know, it was like f you, and that was my stance on everything. If I don't like you, to hell with you. I don't care. I don't care who like me, who don't like me, whatever, all that kind of stuff. But my children, being their father, helped right. me do that. And I also say that their mother. As she helps them with them. Yes, they're supposed to run to their mama when I'm being rude or when I'm being harsh with them. Yes. That helps. It's like. And saying to mama. Mm hmm. Because y'all be tripping. Mamas be tripping. tripping. Mamas be tripping and daddies be tripping too. So, you know, you just kind It just works out having both in the house. And it helps the kid because I've had a lot of professions. Dealing with like adolescence, and you can just see the severity of not having your mama and your daddy. Yeah, right. You could definitely see it, and then you could see. I can even see the severity of a foster kid not having like two parents. Yeah, like just having one. Right. It's just yin and yang. That energy, yeah. it just. It meshes well because I cannot do everything a man can do, and a man can't do anything that I can do. Yeah, that don't belong to him. Like, right? He he might be a nurturer, but I might know a little more about this certain thing than him. Not saying he can't do it, but I sure can't, you know, go out and hunt as well as he could. Not saying I can't. So. Feed the table tonight. I gotta but, ask you this question though. Yeah. Honest question: Do you believe that women can raise a boy to be a man, and a man can raise a girl to be a woman? Yes, with guided assistance. Like you need some type of woman at church or like a neighbor to kind of take that girl and just have some woman time, some girl time. You can leave with your daddy, but your auntie coming to get you to just take you to the beauty supply house or the beauty shop. It just can mean a lot to your womanhood. Like, mm. you can remember that. Um, because your dad's not going to know how to condition, deep condition your hair as well as your auntie. He's not going to know how to lay your edges. That's true. So... And then with a woman, too. A beast with that flat twist. Somebody at school... You know, maybe a principal or 
somebody, like I said, at church, when y'all have those boys and men hangouts that she can't go to, she's going to need to be able to leave her boy with somebody that she can trust, that he is comfortable with trusting and allowing to take care of him because kids... They need both sides, you know. Right. But I don't think it's absolutely impossible. I just think that it's beneficial when you do have opportunities for them to be with somebody that is like them. Because you don't want to just raise a monster, you know. I just, I feel like there's a filter back. Like I say filter because I constantly give people this understanding that the filters I run my life with and how I see the world, all the filters that sit between me and what actually is and what I have conjured in my head, is all based from a male perspective. So, just like you said, if a 15-year-old boy come into this house and she say she in love, my male filters from, and it could be because I did certain things as a kid, I've seen my homeboys do certain things as kids, at 15, I know that what he what he got for you probably ain't a hundred percent. It ain't it ain't what's good for you. I know that he's saying that right now, but he don't he don't know what it is. He just know what he can get from you. So your safety net come on. I'm finna uppercut this kid right now. Boom, bow. So if you're telling me I as a man who is a man can raise the girl to be a girl, because a woman's gonna be like, even though, because what if you know. She had her 15-year-old boyfriend, I'm sure. She's like, even though I know that, hey, that's probably not the best thing for her right now. But she understands what it felt like to be a girl and have puppy love at 15. It's like, that's a moment. That's something that you you got to go through so you can understand. He don't really know what he want. He don't really know how he should treat you. And he going to try, but he, he pro- most likely... He's going to fail And I feel miserably. like those discussions right. are so important coming from a man or a daddy. Yeah. And don't wait till that shit happen. You need to tell your daughter that like when she's 8, like 12, 15. Like, hey, baby girl, let me tell you, By it's going to be somebody at that field trip mm-hmm. from another school looking at you. And when y'all have lunch... They might be like, ooh, what kind of chips do you have? I got these. And then they might be like, ooh. Yeah. You know, you, you make it real friendly, real understanding, but you keep having that conversation with her. And you you build, you build start a, a new scenario. It's the same conversation, but this is a different scene because you're older. Yeah. Now you're at college. Now you're on the yard or at that party. And now y'all about to go to the after party. You have to, like, keep having that conversation because it needs to stick. Like, a short short one little time, they might be like, I don't even remember. But I can vividly remember my daddy getting on my nerves about boys and how they're going to approach me. And he... Told this same conversation to me and my two cousins, and I promise we would roll our eyes back. But 
he said the truth. It it, it happened. Everything he said, because like because his filters like, are on. Like he like I'm we, telling you from experience. Know, it's like Spidey sense. It's like do, 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 do. no 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 no. Because I'm gonna be honest, and I'm gonna just say 100. There ain't no 15 year old boy. If a girl say I love you, the next thing he doing is trying to smash. There's not one out here. If he ain't trying to. Well, you ain't got to worry about him no more. You, you really ain't even got to worry about oh, him. Gosh. Like, I'm just being honest. Once little girls, especially around that 15, 16-year-old age, start talking about love, I, most little boys are like, gotcha. It's like, you love me, so what would you do because you love me? Now I got to gotta show it. Mm-hmm. And it's not only little it's girls so and little boys no more. We got a whole new society, yeah. so... Is that yeah, that is very what true? That. What you gonna do? How you gonna what, show me? You know, show me you love me then, mm-hmm. and that's that conversation that and has to be had. No. Honestly, I love my children so much. I ain't gonna lie. Only three things in this world I was scared of for an entire part of most of my life: God, catching something I couldn't cure, and having a baby out of wedlock. Now. I'm like, man, I got to worry about my kids. I got to worry about how much I love them. I'm going to kill this little boy or, or something. It's like, because the first little boy put his hand and it's on my daughter, I ain't going to lie. Either your cousin going to drop him, your big brother going to drop him, or here come daddy to drop him. Somebody going to drop him. I don't care what his parents say. I'll go to jail behind my kids right now. <laughs> and people be thinking, oh, man, but don't he just get a little confused. extra... No, I'm just realistic. I just feel like it's just the same level of passion and aggression. It's like we don't send that over to the voice. It's like, hey, fam. You gon' cause don't be right behind my kid. Like my my pop gave us the speech. It was real quick. It was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you put a hat on your Jimmy. Done. Like, got the message. Done, received. You know what I'm saying? But with my sister, I'm sure it was an elaborate speech. Well oh thought out. Oh my gosh, out. so, so. Here you so. go. Yeah, it's like, I don't know why it's like that for y'all. Because <laughs> can we be real? Can, can be That's real? the only way we can be. Okay. What do you mean? Because so, mine was a lecture. why that dudes do it more for women? Because when women fall for dudes, basically... I'm going to show you everything to prove. When dudes be following, we do, we do stupid stuff. We'll give you money. We'll give you, oh, I yeah. give you my juice. I give you some other stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, she told me I have sex without a condom and I just did it. Because little girls really ain't doing it like that. Well, this, this new age, I don't know, they're kind of wild. But yeah. I'm just saying, for the most part, when dudes, when dudes know I got you, it's like, yeah, then draws probably trying to come off sometime soon. Yeah. I'm willing to bet money on it. Like, you know, they always say, the game remains the same, but the players change. Yeah. It's the same thing since the beginning of the time. Your grandpa did it. Your great-grandpa did it. Your daddy did it. Ain't gonna keep your, this uh, you going to do it. Cycle. Your kid going to do it, too. It's so it's nature. Like, hey, be smart. Do what you need to. I, I blame Disney for this one. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm gonna just be 100. Oh my goodness! Look, Ariel, 
she come through with forks in her hair and all this. We literally we live in an underwater society with all kinds of fish and all that. You meet one guy. The first, oh, oh, dude the first guy, the first thing they take from you is your voice. Now you speechless. Oh, yeah. They got that type of effect. You get to stop, you stop talking to me. Okay. The first thing you do is he his his thought process overrule mine. So you anytime we talk about him, oh dad, I don't want to talk about it. Dad, I, look, why are you always talk? You instantly irritated with me. So I'm like, okay, they took your voice away. Now, you go over here, you got your your homegirl who really your friend of me, mean you no good, giving you advice on how to keep your man. Well, girl, look, 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 look. What I can do for you, girl, I know he like these tights. The first thing he gave her, well, first thing Ursula gave her was, I'm going to give you some legs. Right? I'm going to give you some legs. The only reason she gave her legs is because the guy going to be like, well, if you out the ocean and I can't hit, then what's the point? <laughs> Ursula gave her legs so she could spread them, fam. I'm telling you right now, go look at it. You're going to watch it. <laughs> Ursula gave that lady legs so she could spread. So your homegirl like, oh, well, you know he liked to hit. So you might have to. And you ain't talking to me, the guy who know. I'm like, look, I dealt with a lot of humans, especially male humans. They don't really mean you that much well. You finally get, then your homegirl start chasing. I'm going to go act like her, look like her, and she start chasing your man. So what do you do? what does that do? That provides you with a high pressure situation. You know what your friend finna do if she gets your man. She gonna be laying up with your man. That puts you in a, a compromised position. Either I sleep with him or she gonna sleep with him, and she don't really like him like that. I'm 15, cause first day she go that the only thing she said to her dad after she met the little prince guy was, "Why is he like I'm, I'm upset with you, dad? And daddy, I love him. That was it." That's the whole dialogue between her and the father after that. Because everything else, she was irritated and annoyed with her father, right? She get on land. Granted, Disney did right by the lady by saying, okay, well, you're going to get married and you get your voice back and everything going be going to be right. Well, if you get technical, he did get the, he ended up talking to Ursula as the, when she had the voice. Right. And then they were about to get married until. High pressure situation. You got like it's like you said, going back to the topic. It take a, a two person situation. Make things go right. Because your mom two. already know about them girls that she, they claim they're your homegirl, but they mean you no good. She telling you how to deal with your man because she trying to take your man. Okay. Right. Your father dealing with it from his perspective. Like, hey, I know when I was fifteen, one I didn't even know. Like, what all I had to do to really say that I love a female, right? But on top of that, I know primarily what I wanted to do when I finally got the female. Like, I know mm-hmm. this is what I, I, I want, and you got it, and I like you more than I like the other ones, so I would really like it from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody got to throw they. Everybody got to throw their little filters on it. Like, you remember the old saying, it take a village to raise, to raise a, a child? To raise a child, literally. Yeah, but now, everybody's like, no, no, nobody can tell me about my child. And your child out there wilding out. Doing that is crazy. bottom knocked out of That is like, just crazy. Like, oh. just, but that's lack of communication. Because it's like, if your granny was here, your mm-hmm. grandpa, they would not be approving of that. So mm-hmm. that's how you kind of have to think about it. 
Right. But it's very important to not put it all on the mama because it really does take yes. a village. To everybody, everybody got to say. Everybody got something to say. Yeah. Everybody should be saying something. Hey, look. Warning signs. Hey, mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't right, and here's why. Like if you got older cousin, like yeah, and I mean say. by older cousin, I ain't talking about like three years old. Nah, because they don't know nothing. Yeah, they don't know nothing. No. They still, like, they still stupid. Cousin, you in, 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 yeah, like they in their twenties, you fifteen or, or something like that. I prefer like, to be they, aunts and uncles. Your aunts and uncles should come through and be like, let me be that guidance figure. Hey, look. I know you ain't listening to your pops right now because y'all got the, you, you yeah. told him about Prince Eric. But let me tell you, I'm sad that she gave you legs and then she started chasing your man. But I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> if he fall for it, don't be upset. That's just him being, he's just being 15. That's him. It's not your fault. Somebody got to say it. Yeah. And it's got to be somebody that I can receive the information coming from them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I feel like if you got your parents, it's certain, it's certain information, it's certain pieces of information that only my father could tell me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's certain information that only my mother could tell me. True. And then there's certain pieces of information I'm like, hey, Uncle Mike, when, when that happened, what did you do? Because I don't want to go direct to my pop because, one, right. I don't want him to think I'm a simp, all right? right. Like, she asked for my milk. Uh, should I give her my milk? I'm right. thirsty too, though. <laughs> Depends on if you like her. <laughs> like, like, like what you trying to? Like how much you like? Like what you getting for that milk? That's a that's a that's a unk gonna tell you statement. Your pop gonna be like, hell no, nah, son. Keep that milk. Mm-hmm. Hey, drink your milk. Drink your milk. I ain't buy no milk for her. What you mean? See? So <laughs> everybody got their filters. They gonna throw on it. And yeah. you just got to have, I just feel like. But you know, if you have all those filters. Just all those like points of views. Like, once you have all those filters, they help you to stop a lot. A lot of foolishness. Because like I said, filters, uh, you blocking all those negative particles from different people. Like, hey, somebody coming at me with, they coming at you yep. with that stupidness. Nah, let me throw my mama filter in there. Boom. Look, baby, I don't need none of that from you. Yeah, I'm going to the NFL. Look, look, you ain't my mama quality. She ain't going to, she ain't going to prove you. Just stay back. Mm-hmm. You're trying to win. Maybe I need to throw my dad filter up right here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, do I really want to give him my milk or not, fam? I'm just asking. It's just, it's just the question. Mm-hmm. Now we jumping into. You want to believe this? Uh, this is brought to you by. So as always, love to shout out my beautiful wife. Love you, baby. Check out her, uh, uh her um two different product lines. She has Wasted Desires at WastedDesires.com. They have thigh chains, bracelets, anklets, waist beads, basically all the things to glamorize the body. Then we have Yanni Like Mine. Ladies, if you don't know what your Yanni is, you need to take care of it and look that up. It's a book. It does not take care of itself. Then always check out, uh, check out Traces Like Mine. They're bo- uh, this is hair care. For black woman, by black women, by black woman to help out black women. So, check them all out. They're on Facebook and on Instagram, and you can go wastedesires.com. Top notch. Anybody you want to show love to? Uh, it could be anybody. I want to show love to all the people who love salad. That's my favorite food. Top notch. <laughs> and uh, all my family and friends, I love y'all. Top notch. Uh, 
Mike. He does a gaming podcast, SOB, but it's state of being, not the other way. Uh, Tyler Bailey, Luxury Clothes by Luxury Guy. And most importantly, if you've made it this far into the program, I want to shout out myself or ourselves, which is something for the people. That's something, the number four, D-A, people. And if you're on YouTube and you want to kind of condense that search so you can make sure we, within those first five, go ahead and type podcast at the very end. Like, subscribe, and if you're on any uh, podcast and platform from Stitcher to Anchor to such and so, such and so, go ahead and leave us a rating, five stars. Ideally, if you can't give five stars, just keep your opinion. I don't really, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's cool. You know, it's a lot of podcasts out there now. Just go get one of them. Let us be with the people who like us. All right? Cool. Transsexual businesswoman buys Miss Universe pageant and says that anyone that identifies as a woman will be able to enter. (laughs) What do you mean by buys? Like, she owns the uh, Miss Universe pageant. So, she sets up all the uh, parameters, rules, and regulations for it. Because she bought... Basically, the pageant itself, so all the filters, everything goes through her. We got what I mean. Ciao. I'm not gonna talk negative about it because that's not gonna make them, it's not gonna do nothing. Like, honestly, be what you wanna be, but don't mess with me. So, if I get in that pageant. Okay. Okay. Here's the here's the issue that I have. It's like I don't talk negative on anyone because how you feel that's on you. But at some point in time, when's this stuff gonna stop? Because what I'm saying is like it used to be to uplift women. That's what pageants were. Were to uplift, promote Mm. women, being strong, showing their beauty, showing them, their self, their skills. Now what you're saying is uh, someone that identifies as a woman mm-hmm. can come in and she actually won. And the irritation for me is like, when I look at Miss Universe pageant, you're supposed to have the whole thing. like, But just because you are a transsexual, Basically, you're the only one there. So if somebody says, oh, you don't deserve to win, it's going to look negative. But if you do win, it's like, hold up. What about all the other ladies that came into this pageant? Like, I think I'm great. I think I'm beautiful. I think I'm skilled. I think I can do these things. Now, all of a sudden, not only do I have to compete with the women... But I gotta compete with the people that identify as a woman. Like, what is the difference between drag race and pageant? Because I feel like there is a. I don't know. I thought that was a safe space for them. In my, but how I see that is with the whole drag situation. Granted, I'm I don't know much about it. So if I'm wrong, feel free to. You know, tell me I'm wrong. Just understand that I speak from a place of ignorance. Is yeah. what it is. With the drag component, it's like, hey, 
everybody in here typically is is a man dressing as a woman and cool. So everybody's on the even playing field. Like, hey, you know. But when you're doing with the Miss Universe, I feel like if we going out, because I, I always viewed it like the Miss Universe pageant was based on beauty. Like, you know, and I say natural beauty, but we know there's a little finagling there. But typically they want you to show up with what you were born with, right? So now I got to introduce this whole element to where now not only do this woman have to compete with just natural beauty altogether, just the natural beauty of a woman, now I got to compete with somebody doctor. Like... Mm. He 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 got the Adam's apple shade mm. and got the nose job and the this that and the third like you have your westernized view of beauty and you get to go and buy it and literally put it on. It's like how do how am I supposed to compete and post? I wouldn't really want to. Like I'd be like I'm done with that. If that's where it's gonna go to, you yeah. see, that's where the equality thing is. They're blurring the lines because if you really get technical, there are. Transsexual people, I'm trying to be more politically correct with it, that are breaking the records in all the women's events. The weightlifting record, the, um, what was it, the bicycle record, Mm -hmm. the powerlifting record. I mean, there's so many records being broke by women that are not biologically women, but because they stated the fact, I'm a woman. So right now, I could go right now break the deadlift record for women by just saying <laughs> I identify as a woman right now. Yeah. Lift it up because there right. was a dude that did that. There right. was a dude that actually oh did that. Gosh. But I know I could squat more than he can. So right now, if I want to, I put on a piece of hair. Yeah, say, no, you know wait, what? wait, wait. You don't have to. No, you don't have to. You can just walk in there just like you are right now. I identify as a woman. And then they'll... They're going to respect it because you've shunned everybody who's, like, against it. And now, go ahead, lift. Boom. All right. So the new record now is held by Jeremy Hicks. I just feel like with the whole, if I was a woman, I really feel upset because I'm like, it seems like all of these things are are, are outright an attack on what we do. I'm not, like... I don't really see people being like, I want to be a man, like, as much I'm gonna be real, because as they want to be a woman. You're not going to be the... You're not going to be LeBron. I'm going to be honest, and I don't care who feels some way. If we're being honest, it's always a benefit if the dude switches to the ladies' part versus the ladies switches to the men. You have not heard one woman that has had the change or anything like that the switch... From a woman to a man to break any record. Because all the men still hold them records. Right. Like, every last one of those records has still been held by a man. Because you know as well as I do, physically strong as a man, you're not going to come in this game, even if you pump steroids right now, benching and doing more than me. Yes, there are going to be some frail, smaller men that, yeah, you could beat him up, but... You ain't going to get into the octagon and go fight um, John Bones Jones. No. He going to demolish you quickly. You can pump all the steroids you want right now as a lady. Once you get into that octagon, he's going to demolish you. Just like if you go football, how come you haven't heard any of the transsexual people 
breaking any of the records in any of the male sports because it don't happen. But I'm just saying, when you in male sports, you've already set back and denied so many males the opportunity to get into the sport, right? Because you went through peewee, elementary, middle school, high school, college, and now we filter out we only wanted the best. So, granted, if you're going to let her in, well, him, who's a trans, look, it's confusing. If you're going to let this woman come out and play, yeah, if you let this woman come out and play, then you neglect all the work I put in. Because if need be, I know you put me against her in the same place, and I'm supposed to run around against her, I'm supposed to tackle her or whatever, I know I'll get it done. There's no question. But Rose switched. Mm-hmm. All right now, they got a, a women's football league or a women's basketball league. Like, hey, granted, I'm not going to go out here and, and, and go as far as say I'm going to be the top basketball player in the world in the, in, in the WNBA, but I know I hit a couple crossovers. Like, they're going to be like, he's, he's a force, and I ain't played basketball in a very, very long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just is what it is. So I just feel like the whole transgender movement is really hurting women. And I feel like a lot of men, we although you know men have strong opinions about it, but the fact is it doesn't really affect us the same. So like, right. it does affect y'all when it comes to, you know, dating. Right. But as far as like your value or like you're yeah. worth being compared to. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what? It's right. just, I don't want to exclude them at yeah. all. But we're not the same. Right. In and, my opinion. And that is, a, like, we all talk about people's truth. There's a fact, and then there's not the fact. We keep trying to, oh, well, this is my truth. No, the truth is the truth. Right. It's based in fact. I can prove this is this. Like, it just bothers me because I want pe- I want everybody to be treated fair. I don't believe in mistreatment, anyone being treated unfairly or any of that kind of stuff. But I'm like, we... Uh, Basically, you're discriminating on other people by throwing someone else in there and saying, "Oh well, they're the same." Like, hold up, hold up, how they how they get how they get in here? Because for the Miss Universe pageant, you had to uh, um, what was it? It was by the states or the countries first, mm-hmm. and then like once you got to that level, then you go to the next level. So you sitting here telling me, and you saw the picture. Okay, the the lady from the Orange is the New Black that used to be a man, but the lady, okay, I'm like, I would give her props on that. You really can't tell that she used to be a man. Certain people, you'd be like, okay, I, I, I could see that. But when you look at the lady, and I'm like, so she beat everybody? She be all the women. And they're supposed to be, now all keep in mind, they're supposed to be the beauty standard is just you've met it, met or exceeded. If you consider yourself Miss Universe, yes. you're the most beautiful woman out. Right? Yes. 
That was that, just like when they said Caitlyn Jenner was the woman, of, woman, of, the woman year. of the year. I was like, out of all these women, I don't 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 get me wrong. For the that's a real win for the trans community, yes. LGBTQ. Hey, yeah. for those that's a real win. But I just know there's plenty of women out here who really do amazing things with limited things or or or, or in terrible situations or. Like, they really going through, really, really having a hard time, and they making it work. And we just, we going to give it to you because you decided that you're a man, but you're going to be a woman. That's the that's the hardest thing you can do. Right. I'm like, no, no, Because no. it's not, it's, it's like, how do you look at it the same? Like, I've been a woman since birth. Mm-hmm. You've been a woman since three years ago, seven years ago. It just it, can we have some kind of qualification? Like well, that's the thing is, it's not now, fair because like I'm not trying you, to exclude y'all, but maybe we can make y'all own category, or maybe doing. we can, you know, how do I want to say this? And I understand you want to make sure you word it correctly because yeah. You don't I want never to think want you. anyone yes. to think that I am trying to mistreat or abuse anyone or, or tell exclude. someone how they feel. But my thing is, if we go toward qualifications, bruh, if they're qualification for a job, but then you keep giving the job to who you want to, everybody going to look at the job and say, well, hell, right. I need the qualification. Right, and that would just make me forfeit and not even, like, decide to sign up. Yeah. Because no, if no. you want to just rule out all the biological women, then just make your own shit. Make your yeah. own category. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, respect it. I just, so they understand where I come from. Because I, cause like I said, I don't want them to feel like I'm dismissing or trying to hit you with the separate but equal. I ain't, no, no, no. This is how it is. At a certain point in American history, had this thing called affirmative action, right? Mm-hmm. We need to integrate and put black people inside these workforces or workplaces and put them in different positions. And people start saying, oh, no, no, no. He, he ain't qualified. He shouldn't be there. He ain't this, that. And I'm like, that make a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. So because someone <laughs> saw an issue and they said, no, we want to we try to make it right to where these people do get these types of jobs, they set that in place. Yeah. Say a person walks up, a white person says, hey, I identify as black. Well, if you identify as black, let me put you down. We, we hired our first African-American. Yeah. All the work that was just done is now negated because, hey. It's making fact and opinion not a thing anymore. Exactly. It's and not that's fact. the thing is because, like, when we talk about facts, it's something you could truly prove. Right. Now everybody keeps going to my truth. Like, ba- baby, baby, baby. I mean, <laughs> understand. Oh, my God. There is a fact. Meaning, baby. I can prove there is evidence of yeah. this. Right. And, I, right. and I'll be like, you can keep your fact and your beliefs as long as they don't outwardly affect me in a way to where I can't get what's, what I'm trying to get. Like, hey, yeah, you, Caitlin... You're a woman. You made woman of the year. Great. Now, if you try to come up and tell me, well, 
Because it was a girl on a, it was this interview that Genuine was doing way back in the day. And it was this girl who was really a guy, but who was a girl who said, uh, you know, so you wouldn't date me? Like, you wouldn't kiss, give me a kiss. And then it's like, she started trying to manhandle Genuine on, on camera. Yeah. Like, you going to kiss me? And he like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Like, that ain't, but I'm a woman. So you, so you saying you don't agree that I'm a woman? No, nigga. <laughs> right. Like you can't force your fact on my on fact. Like, right. Like, no, look. You can it's not even mine. You can't force your fact on the fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is what it is. This is what it is. Very this true. is this is like, what it, right what now, it has to be. This table is black. <laughs> Right. You know, the table is black. Right. Now, you come over here and tell me, no, it's blue. If you say it's not blue, it's an issue. Um. So. So we don't see this. Everybody here sees the table. You don't see this table? Right. Like, oh, but, no. Well, my truth is this table is blue. And, and that's why I'd be like, hey, your truth is the table is blue. Well, continue believing that that table is blue. But if anyone should ask you, hey, I heard B-Hunt was selling a table. What color is it? I need you to tell them my fact, like the actual yeah. fact. Tell them it's black. Yeah. <laughs> tell them that it's black the. because that's the table I'm selling, okay? Okay. Or, or at least they need to have a, a, a very well understanding of you to know that when you say blue, it's everybody else black. Yeah. I just feel like like you like you like you like the fact like you learn fact and opinion when you grew up right yeah and you checked the box when you grew up and it was only two Mm mhm and that's what we know that's what I know so if the if objective is to make a new not present new knowledge of this new. I don't know what pronoun way of living identity. Mm-hmm. Then let's let's be truthful about it. Let's put M F T. You shouldn't be able to just like force yourself, right? Oh. And say fuck women. We're women too. Yeah, and just live. That's that's that's. And just then go not... out and beat all all my records. Go beat all my records. Because I be thinking about I be thinking about stuff on the level of heaven and hell, like every day. Like okay, in real life, everything boils down to heaven and hell. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm not saying because you, you're transgender, you going straight to hell. I'm not, but I know if I treat you unkind or try to even show hatred towards you because you are trying to bombard your way in here, then I'm going to really fuck up my chances of going to heaven. Yeah. So, like you said, your daddy taught you. Son, choose your battles. Let it be and move on. Yeah. So this is one of them for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to be outside arguing with no trans bitch or a nigga or whatever they are. Baby, I'm gonna let you be, okay? I'm not gonna be proving to you that what I got is more biologically pure than what you got. Not my job. It's not my job. So if your job and your objective is to be included, then 
create. Create your own. In my opinion, create your own. But don't bombard the facts. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh-huh. I 100% agree. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can't. like, it's a touchy subject because nobody wants to come off as if they have an issue with someone. It just gets to the point where you're like, fact, like, opinion, and then other. Yeah. It's like, hold up. It puts it. It puts it puts everybody in this frustrated spot because it's like if I say something that you deem disrespectful, I, um, first of all I'm canceled, and then two I'm insensitive, and then three like it's a whole bunch of negative backlash if I don't buy into this construct that you built in your head that you believe is this right. is that is now accepted. Right, I'm glad I'm, that it's accepted. I'm glad you can be yourself. I'm glad you can be free. I'm glad yes. you can be safe. But don't ever be disrespectful and always remember the facts. Yeah, and yes. go, like, go with that. And if somebody does feel they can speak on it, I don't mind you coming on the yeah. show. Speak what it is. Let yeah. us know how we're wrong. What if what they're right, you what we can be on. Right. But you must come with actual statements. You can't say that's like me saying, I'm the finest dude in the world, and if you don't think I'm fine, I got an issue with you. Yeah. What? Yeah. I like dark-skinned dudes. I'm the finest dude in the world, and you don't I'll like be me. like, well, then I must meet the dark-skinned qualification then. Right. And I'm like, it gets weird. Because if I, go, like, if I go and it's somewhere being like, I'm an Asian woman, yeah, am I truly like, going to be like, accepted? It was. It's a woman right now. She had multiple little surgeries, oh, melanin okay. injections and tattoos and all that. And Ooh. she's about to get her. Hey, I am a black woman now. So I just be like, at a certain Ooh. point, I just feel like it's an assault, and it's specifically geared to women because it's as beneficial as my credit score might be. I don't want to be white, fam. I just don't. I'm not saying it is wrong to be white. I'm not. I just personally don't want to do that. It's a lot of pride and all that that I got. A lot of lineage that I got. A lot of understanding of where I am and where my people are in society. And I feel like I'm on this side. I need to do my absolute best to try to push us forward and help us out. So you I don't know, need to team it's switch. Maybe it's design. Maybe it's design. Women, they. In our whole history, we haven't ever been favored for making history. But that's the so thing is, maybe it's just by design. Like the government, they have legislation for this. Oh, so gosh. maybe it's like you know what? This is the new way of women's prohibition. Like <sighs> without. You know, without, yeah, without like we really don't putting it in your face. Like yeah, that. we don't want to throw it at you. Like we don't want to just we gonna make it where we gave you some to take it away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like like they said, if if you disagree with the viewpoints that are presented to you right now, just understand that it comes from a place of frustration yeah. and misunderstanding, and also. Like I said, all the filters that my parents have provided me with going through my life, they didn't provide me with a filter that would force me to accept another person's filter without my consent, okay? 
I just personally, I feel like everybody's just go by your name. If I gotta call you something that's different than 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 what I physically see or what I know to what I know is my fact, which is which typically is the taught. fact. Yeah. Then what's your name? Okay, so you went from Bob to Bob Gina. Okay, Bob Gina. Cause that's at that point you're inside my fact line. Like, hey, we on my fact side. You don't go by Bob, you go by Bob Gina. I call you Bob Gina. We've satisfied both parties. We made a compromise. Bob Gina, I recognize you as Bob Gina. We don't have to go into the whole his her thing, because in your world it's it's kind of grayish, and my world is black and white. So that is so true. Because in order for you to be identified, not really in order, but in order for you to recognize something. You have to have an identification of your own. Right. They're not, you're not always going to meet somebody and they're going to say, hi, I'm a woman and my name is Angela. In your predestined mind, your prior knowledge is going to tell you, this is a woman. woman. I smell her perfume. Maybe I see some flowing hair, boobs, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that those characteristics and traits that you were taught. The facts about what a boy and a girl is, like, that's, it's just so hard, like, how we have to, both parties, the people who are, like, proving that I am they and them and she and he and her and the, and the people who are proving the fact, like, we both work so hard just to be, like, belong. That's just really what it is. Yeah. I even use um, this brand called Honeypot, mm. and it's like a black-owned uh, menstrual cycle. I've heard of it. Well, because my wife product, but on there, it's like trademark. Their their slogan is uh, "Design made for humans with desi- with vaginas." By humans with vaginas. Because oh. pads and Kotex and tampon and always, those are not designed for to help us. Mm. They designed to keep us tired. They designed to make us lose a lot of blood, more than we probably really need to remove. Right. Uh, they're designed to just, like, drain your body. Like, outside of you being tired naturally because you're already losing so much blood, they're just designed to make you feel like, oh, my period is such a, you know, droughtful time of life. Right. But ever since I used Honey Pot, I've kind of, I'm more excited about my period. Like, <laughs> it's not so draining. I don't feel that cool. And I don't really get cramps ever, but a lot of my friends who have tried it, and even the friend who told me to try it, they have had cramps using all those products I told you about. Mm -hmm. And now that they use Honey Pot, it's, like, better for them. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't cramp. Well, or they don't cramp as much. My mom. Well, tell my wife about that. A, mm-hmm. Yeah, Honey Pot. It's at Target or online. Some mm-hmm. Walmarts have it too. They have a herbal brand and like a non-herbal. 
So the herbal, you'll be like, uh, you know how you said yoni and stuff? Mm-hmm. They might be like, oh, what's that going on? But the non-herbal, you're just going to be normal. Both work well for, for me. So I'm just saying that to say the proving is just so much out there. Just just be. I'm going to just leave y'all alone. <laughs> just let be. Let me make it. Mm-hmm. Let me be and you be. I think everybody should make it. Hey, sir. If you leave me be, I'm going to leave you be. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. You got, mm-hmm. you believe that? That's cool. You understand that? When you talk to me, don't try to force that right. extra stuff on Right, we don't want no bullies. Remember no, no bullying? I, yeah, I just <laughs> I just want to go through life and tell you, all right, Bob Gina, chill out. Right. Yeah. If it's your name, you can't be ashamed. Yeah. Bob Gina, that's so your you name. That's who you are. We ain't going to get into the particulars because I know that's a sore spot. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> I just want to talk about what's your name, though. All right, I'm going to stick with that, and we're going we gonna to rock. 19-year-old marriage a 76-year-old billionaire claims it was love at first sight. So this 19-year-old was like this TikTok sensation, right? And he marries this 76-year-old woman who's, mm. who's a billionaire. Granted, if there was a guy, if Hugh Hefner married himself a 19-year-old woman, you know, mm-hmm. we have a lot of issues with that. Well, some people but didn't you marry a lady? Yeah, he oh, married somebody. Yeah, he, he, he's a different type of guy, okay? okay? So I just be like, you know... We understand what the 19-year-old girl wants. She wants the fame and notoriety of being with, you know, Hugh Hefner, mm. if, that, if that was the case. And also, hey, he's a billionaire. It's, it's kinda, it kind of works out. Now we flip the script. So it's a 19-year-old boy. Like I said, he found this 76-year-old lady. He's deeply in love with what mm-hmm. he says. It was love at first sight. I just want to know, did he see her bank account first or did he see her? First of all, we already know. He saw the bank account. Let's not tell this lie like you don't know. It's like, come on. I ain't never looked up at somebody's grandma and been like, oh, man. That's a whole new. Oh, oh, (laughs) granny got uh, money? Oh, you know. That's like Oprah right now. Nobody want Oprah because Oprah just fine. But as much money as Oprah got, I'm sure somebody won't Oprah because they feel. Nobody want Oprah like that. I'm just saying. Seven still in the guest house. Is what it is. He want her. All I'm saying is the fact that 19-year-old is trying to marry a 76-year-old, whether you a man or a woman. You saw the bank account. You're not going to sit here and tell me, man, oh, my God, we just had so much. What you have in common? That's uh-huh. right. One thing... Uh, Y'all ain't went through nothing. She don't know <laughs> nothing about look, what you going through. And you definitely don't know. But unless I'm you took a you, history lesson. Look, I'm sure she cooked some bomb cookies. And he liked cookies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Those, cookies made you date a girl? Look, I'm saying. Has cookies ever made you date a girl The way that before. she knit them sweaters, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First of all, you got your mama knit you a sweater. <laughs> she older than your mama. It's the way she knit them sweaters, fam. She probably older than your grandma. What what we talking about here? Seventy six. Look, I'm just saying. Who's to say this ain't? He probably. We don't know what his past was like. You what if what he was one of them kids who parents birthed him when they was like seventy, sixty, like random birth. And then they passed away, and now he just feel hurt, and this is his way so, of getting back. So. Like, 
So be. now you're going to the Freudian complex. <laughs> oh, your parents. Oh, yeah. You want to sleep with your mama? Like, R. Kelly mama. said it. Look, I'm right. just saying what's happening now. I'm, I'm trying saying, to find bro, method to the madness. Like, I'm just giving you reality. <laughs> I, like you give me the more intellectual version. I'm giving you reality. No, he definitely looked at that bank account. Old, he he looked going, at that. Yes, exactly. And she was and she was giving him some money. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm willing to bet money right now. I'm willing to bet my whole paycheck right now. She ain't gave that man some money. Look, I'm just saying. I, I okay, hold up, hold up. Real love quick, at first sight. Do you think he, uh, she ain't gave him some money? I know she gave him some money. Okay then. First of all, for me to know that you're a billionaire, you uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I saw you live. Okay, like, mm-hmm. like let's let let's let's just throw that out. I know that he knows. Her banking situation. What I'm saying is, in 19, he's saying average life expectancy, 75. Yeah. She already at 76. I'm the husband. He like, I just got to do this. Like, I feel like he viewed it as an investment. She got what? 20 years at best. Oh, yeah. At best. She could hit a Betty White. She could hit a Betty White. Yeah. Like, maybe 20 years. So, so he'll be 39. 39. Billionaire. And, and, and men don't hit their stride to 35. I'm a billionaire at 40 now because I made a small. And I'm saying, at a certain point, he ain't got to actually do the deed no more because, you know, your body gets it for you can't. First of all, this, this show reminds me of, you remember the Family Guy episode with um, Peter going down on Lois's Oh, mom? yeah, you just told me. Yeah, I was. If you haven't watched Family Guy, there's this episode where um, Lois um, gets Peter to um, hypnotize. And so every time the show Extra comes on or he hears Extra, he just automatically goes down on Lois. So Lois's mother is like very old. She's like in her late 60s, early 70s. She's upstairs and she's watching extra, and Peter goes upstairs to give her some food. Then all of a sudden, you hear extra, extra. So Lois runs upstairs, and Peter and Lois and the, and the mother's just so happy because she, I guess, she got hers. And yeah. the whole ride home, they ain't looking at each other or nothing. They're just quiet. Then once they get home, he throws up in the bag. What I'm saying, look, look, look. That's that. That's you know a comedy situation. I don't know what seventy six year old box look like. Okay, I don't know, but I'm just saying, as a nineteen year old, promise to be a billionaire if at max forty. So would you do it? If I was nineteen. Fresh out of school, and she was like, I like you, I'm a billionaire. I'd be like, Mama, this is my girl. Like, your mama gonna be pissed. And you know, you know for my a fact mama, your mama gonna be my pissed. My mama gonna be mad. My mama told me I couldn't date nobody around her age, even though some of her friends back in the day liked me. Look, Woo. I'm gonna tell you like this. My mama gonna be upset till she see the house. My mama gonna be upset till she drive the car. Mm. My mama gonna be upset she noticed all the people in our line, at least for this generation, is doing <laughs> exceptionally well, all because I made a small sacrifice, man. Mm. 
You know? And it's not like old sacrifice. What I'm saying is, and also, ain't like our friend groups are so vastly different. Like, I could be talking to Sophie over here and, and like, ma'am, you don't know her. It's weird. She's a billionaire. She know everything you're doing. And see, she probably accepting all that. She just wanted her young piece to take her on into her, you know, final days, fam. Like, look. Mm. Cause she just want to have fun. She just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Grannies just want to have fun. Grannies just want to have fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell me on that note. He's a broke college student, probably, who is like, How can I come up? Perfect. Like, I'm telling you, what? Mm. Ecstatic to see that's her. a meal ticket, baby. He don't need nothing. I don't need nothing. What do you Never mean? He said love at first sight. Married for money. <laughs> they were actually married for like love and stability. And when he get forty, and, he can marry for love too. And you realize our generation probably like mm, probably like five years past uh, behind our generation. Everybody marrying for money. Like Look, you ain't got. There's nothing you have in common, and you're not going to tell. What you watch the Golden Girls with them? At I 19, ain't Betty White though. No, at 19. I, I at watched 19, the Golden Girls. No, our generation, yes, we watched the Golden Girls because it, it came on at night all the time. See, you you making them. this about you acting like He's they got You now. acting like they have to do this large amount of interaction, bro. After she take her Geritol. And and you know get her a bath. She you know she going to sleep at seven o'clock. Nineteen. I wasn't going to sleep to the next day. So I deal with you for the, the for the little ten hours that you gonna be up tops. You ain't gonna make it past. Especially as a billionaire, it ain't like you finna do a crazy amount of work. Come here, hey. Make sure you take Monday pills. Okay, yesterday you took Tuesday. You was loopy. Take Monday pills. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> We dealt with that. Uh, your chef, hey, chef, cook up some. All right, oh, we finna watch the Golden Girls and Matlock. We already know. <laughs> done deal. I'm done That's watching. What you want a friend. I'm done watching Matlock. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be an everyday, I need to get knocked down situation. So I'll be like, is it one of them days? Is it not one of them days? Boom. All right, she went to sleep. Cool. Let me go ahead, step outside, awesome. hop at, at in the Bentley. You're at nightgown stage. Like them old nightgowns that came down to your ankle and. And hop in the Bentley. She but I sleep. heard though, in my sociology class, what class was this? I can't remember exactly which one. I took a few psychology courses too. And my professor practiced like. <clears throat> what kind of therapy? She had clients. I can't tell you exactly. Are you talking about the one where they were like older people in their older age are starting to really wild out and stuff and catch STDs and all that stuff? Well, that's nursing home life. Oh, my God. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's the psychology of sexual behavior. I don't know. We did have a sexual behavior course. Mm. I did take that. But I learned that men, you know, y'all's peak to go be bunnies and like, all really the time, attacked? it's yeah. like during the, the teens and the twenties, early thirties. Our peak women, it's it's like thirty five to about yeah. seventy. 
You realize so, that that's just the trick that God played on us? I'm like, fine hey, with that. When I start re- when mine's is revving up, you ain't down. But then when you really she down, really I'm going down. What she what she was saying is, I recognize the trick. Okay, and if she a billionaire, you know she spent majority of her younger years if she ain't inherited from a man that she had prior. She spent majority of her years. Going to school, doing this, doing that, not really spending time with the men that she was trying, that she really wanted. She's like, I finally got that. And you mean to tell me I'm finna go get with this 76-year-old who can't get up? No. Let me get, well, with the little time I got left, let me jump over here on this 19-year-old. And, you know... Boom, he gonna knock him. It was easy for him to say love at first sight. Right. Because, yeah, you know... He, he ain't saw no, a sight of that money. Ain't no... Like, oh, where... Bro, how many zeros is that? Ain't no, he a already. Billion? He gonna be married, and by the t- when she's done, he ain't gonna have no kids. He gonna be like you said, at max forty. I'm. I don't think he gonna make it like twenty five. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> twenty five, bank, no kids, uh, of most likely a mansion, advance, everything. His life going to be set up because he decided, look, while I'm 19, let me just go. It just it just got a little gray hair white. on it. That's it. Ah! Oh, that's just a little oh, gray. Wow. It ain't going to kill me. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm straight with that. I'll make it work. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, great. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we come to the end of the podcast. Oh, gray hair on it, man. Uh, yeah. Um. Like he said, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, is there anything else anybody would like to say before we close out? Thank you for all the listeners <laughs> and viewers. Like, subscribe, share something. Number, number four, four, DA people. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere you can find us. Check us out. Like us. Share with a friend. If you want to come on the show, if you have something to say, feel free. Come on. Let's see what you got. That being said, also, like I said, YouTube, if you type something number four, people, boom, throw podcast at the end, reduce that search. Uh, outside of that, this has been another episode. Be easy. Thank Hold you. it down. Cool. That was fun. Ooh, love-